this song just really came to me and, and I just wanted to sing this for you you might know it if you do you can help me out it's very simple this is in the morning when I rise in the morning when I rise in the morning when I rise give Is that your prayer today? Give me Jesus. Give me Jesus. You can have all this world. But give me Jesus. And all through my life, all through my life, yes, all through my life, I want is you, give me Jesus, give me Jesus. Can have all this world. All I want is Jesus. And when I take my rest, when I take my rest, oh, when I take my rest forevermore, all I want is you, Jesus. Give me Jesus. Give me Jesus. You can have all this world. all this world you can have all this world but all I want is Jesus oh yes it is amen amen thank you Lord you have your Bibles, I want to invite you to go with me to Isaiah 55, verses 8 and 9, and then we will go to Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20, Isaiah 55, 8, and as I was preparing, this is a few weeks ago, just reading and asking the Lord, Lord, what would you have me say this morning that would be a word for this house, a word for the vision here? This, this season that they are in. And there were three words that came loud into my spirit. Three words. And the three words that he spoke to my heart were birthed out of reading these scriptures. I want us to look at this together. Isaiah 55, 8 says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. 
The next verse says, for as the heavens are higher. Everyone say higher. Say that again. Higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. If you would, quickly go to Ephesians 3.20, and I want us to look at this familiar verse before I release these three words today that I believe is going to empower your vision, it's going to empower your faith, and a dream maybe that you have had or you have in life, in business, maybe personal, a vision, a dream. Ephesians 3.20. Very familiar, very familiar. It says, now to him who is able. How many know God is able? He's not just able, but do you know he's wisdom immeasurably to do? I like that translation, immeasurably. That's a big word, isn't it? Abundantly, above is what one translation says, above. Somebody say above. Say it again, above. That translation says more than, above, half. Wait, what does that say? 20%? How much? All we ask. How many of you have asked for some pretty Big stuff. I mean, you've prayed, you've believed, I have. But, but here's what he's saying to us. We, what we ask or think, imagine. I've asked for some big stuff, but I've thought even bigger and was afraid to ask. Because <laughs> I'm like, man, that's just, is that too much? Like I'm going to really stretch God. Amen. But notice there's not a period there. It's a comma. And often when I've heard that quoted, it's quoted with like a period. With someone, you know, in, in, in the moment they'll say, Oh, I believe God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all I ask or think. Amen. And we kind of move on. But notice it's according to something. It's according to the power or His power that is at work within us. When I read that a few weeks ago, and as I was preparing even for this morning, just praying and getting my thoughts together and what the word the Lord would have me to say, I thought, Lord, should I speak on the book? Because that's kind of what's going on. And then I thought, well, everybody's read it, <laughs> so it ain't going to be anything new. And then I'm like, well, we could do some of that tonight, whatever. And the Lord just put in my heart to go here and release these three words. Notice it's according to something. The power... That works within us. Now, I've often heard that power is faith. I've heard that power is the Holy Spirit. And I have no problem with either one of those two. That's, that's a positive thing. But when I was reading that recently, this is what the Lord put in my heart. The power that works in us that gives Him access into my life, into my situation into whatever it is I'm believing for. The power that works in me that gives him access is expectation. Somebody say expectation. Say that again. Expectation. What are you expecting? I really didn't. And because Pastor and I had not talked about what I was going to get into this morning, we really didn't. And 
during worship, he just began to say, man, we're just expecting. I thought, man, he, did you get my iPad? Did you look at my notes? He, expectation, expectation. But what are you expecting? What are you expecting? Are you expecting to just kind of barely make it through life? Just kind of get through? Hope you make it? Uh, just barely get by? What are you expecting? Because the Lord is saying to us, I'm not just going to do that. But I'm going to take you above all. God, Holy Spirit, get this in us today. Above all you ask or think. When I read those verses and I connected it with Isaiah, that his thoughts are higher, his ways are higher, these three words came loud into my spirit. Tell them for the church, for this house, for the vision, and not just for this church, but those connected with this church. You call this your home. For you, your life, your family, your vision, your dream, your business, whatever it is in life that concerns you, He is telling us today, I am taking you into a season of above and beyond. Wow. Would you forgive me? I I apologize. I need to look at my notes. This is embarrassing, but I need to make sure I'm at the right place. After you say the title, wait for the audience to stop shouting. Okay, I just wanted to make sure I'm at the right place here. Amen. (laughs) <laughs> One more time, I've got his permission. I don't know if you heard me, amen, <laughs> but the Lord, what you've been praying for, what you've been believing for, what you've been declaring, he is telling us, I'm not just going to do that. But if you can expect it, I'm going to take you above amen, and beyond what you have thought, dared to dream, or even imagine. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, you had your coffee. Amen. I want you to know today the Lord is, any, anything He does, He exceeds our expectation. But it is our expectation that gives him access to do exceedingly. I'm thinking about the woman who touched the hem of his garment. How many know when she touched, she was expecting? And you can go throughout the New Testament. He responds or they give him access. We give him access. Powerful. Palpitation. What are you expecting? All oh, that is such a powerful, powerful word. And church, I want you to realize we are a part of something major. Man, we're a part of something big in this earth. If you call yourself born again, a part of the body of Christ, you're not just a little voice. You're not just a little evangelical like the news media or whoever will say. But you're a part of something big. You really are. You know, I travel a lot and I fly a lot. And often people will ask me, what do you do? You know, what do you do? And it's hard for me to really explain because if I say, well, I'm a reverend, you know, well, that conjures up a lot of different ideas and you say, well, I'm an evangelist. Well, that conjures up different. So I like to get a little bit creative. Amen. <laughs> when people ask me, what do you do? Because I just feel like anything I say is inadequate because it really doesn't explain what I'm a part of as the body of Christ. And so recently I got creative. I sat down on Southwest Airlines. The, the flight attendant was there. And I said, oh, how long have you been an attendant? And she told me. And then she said, well, what do you do? 
And I said, well, I'm a part of a global enterprise. <laughs> really? I said, yes. I said, we have outlets in nearly every country in the world. We have hospitals. We have hospices. We have colleges, universities. We deal in marriage counseling, child training. We have bookstores, television networks, radio networks. I said, basically, we look after people from birth to death. And in the middle, we deal in the area of behavioral alteration. <laughs> Above... And beyond. She went, wow. I said, I know. She said, what is it called? I said, the church. (laughs) Have you ever heard of it? We are a part of something major in this earth. And we need to adapt that we are above and beyond. So it's good that we live locally. But we need to think globally. That's why I loved it when he got up and was talking about the missions outreach and the missions offering. You live locally, but you think globally. But get ready. Oh, man. The Lord is about to exceed your expectation. Whatever it is you have going on, get ready. There is an anointing of increase above and beyond. When he spoke those three words into my heart a few weeks ago to release this morning, and I don't know who this is for. I trust it's for everyone. But I do believe there are above and beyond. What is going to latch hold of this? When I said, Lord, I said, what, what is above and beyond? What does that look like in Scripture? Show me in your word. The first person I thought about was Lazarus. How many know when he died, his sisters had a healing on their mind? Jesus had a resurrection on his. Come on, that's above <laughs> and beyond. Then I thought about the man at the gate called Beautiful. You know, he was begging for alms, begging for money. And Peter walks by and says, hey, I don't have any cash on me right now. But what I've got, oh, it's above (laughs) and beyond. At the name of Jesus, he said, get up and walk. This guy was begging for alms. He's the only one in Scripture who begged for alms and got legs. Come on, that's above. That's above and beyond, right? How do you know sometimes that we are expecting one thing? This guy was expecting money. But what he needed was legs. Because <laughs> how do you know when you got legs, you can go get the money? Right? So he went from a beggar to a builder. He went from begging to building the kingdom of God in the lives of other people through his testimony. Why? Because somebody was bold enough to expect above and beyond. Then I thought about the three Hebrew children when they were thrown into the fire. Man, it's one, it is one thing to come out alive. I mean, you get thrown into the fire and then you come out alive. That's good. I mean, that's really good. But it's above and beyond to come out and not even have the stench. Not even even have a remnant on you from what you've been through. God, get it in them today. 
I hear the voice of the Lord saying right now, some of you, this is your coming out of the fire day. Some of you have been believing, you've been declaring, you've been expecting, but here's the word of the Lord. I'm not just bringing you out of the fire, but you're coming out to such a place that you will not even have a remnant on you of what you've been through. If you've been through cancer, if you've been through depression, you're coming out to such a degree you will not have a remnant left on you because you're going above and beyond. Man, that has some... I like that. Amen. And beyond. Sing out of this yet. Somebody shout above and beyond. Say expectation. I want those words to ring loud inside of your heart today. Begin to declare that we're going above and beyond. Our family, we're going above and beyond this year. My dream, Lord, I thank you. It's not just going to come true. It's going to be above (laughs) and beyond what I have thought or dared to ask or imagine. Lord, why can I believe that? Because you said it. And I take you at your word. Man, if you can expect that. And I hear somebody in their heart saying, but Terry, you don't know my upbringing. It doesn't matter. How many know that guy wasn't walking? He couldn't, he had not walked. That was his upbringing. But one day of above and beyond changed his life. But Terry, my family, we were born this way and we haven't expected much. Well, I'm not talking to them. I'm talking to you. And I'm telling you what the word of the Lord says. And he says, get ready. (laughs) You're going above and beyond. What's above and beyond? I prayed for a wife. I got Kim. Are y'all recording this? (laughs) Send this to my wife, okay? (laughs) What's above and beyond? I heard about a golfer once. True story. And I'm going to share this because sometimes when we hear a message like this, we say, oh, praise the Lord, amen, that was great. And then we really don't realize just how much God has for us to expect and to enjoy as a believer. I heard about a golfer once that was invited by a king of a country to come play golf with him. True story. The king had the jet flown to America, picked up the golfer, and for three days they played golf together. And on the way back to the airport, the king said to the golfer, it is customary of our country to give our guest a gift. We want to give you a gift. Is there anything you want or need? And the golfer said, no. No, it's been my honor to come play golf. And the king insisted, tell me, no, is there anything you want? And the golfer just finally said, hey, get me a golf club. That'll be good enough. And the king said, done. The golfer flew home to America, to his home, and for three weeks he doesn't hear anything. And so as you can imagine, his wheels are turning. Man, what's this golf club going to look like? It's coming from a king of a country, going to be different than Walmart, right? Nothing wrong with Walmart, but a little different. Is it a, is it a seven iron with diamonds? What's taking him three weeks? Is it a, a putter with gold? Three weeks, he gets a knock on the door. It's a certified letter from the king of the country, and it reads, By the way, our our country, thank you for playing golf with me. Had a great time. By the way, our country has just purchased 500 acres in America. Enjoy your golf club. 
above. <laughs> I think you're getting it now. Amen. See, sometimes when we hear all that God has for us to experience, so many of us, we approach it with a seven iron mentality. When God has 500 acres on his mind, I want to encourage you today, begin to expect above and beyond. Begin to dream again. Begin to declare again. Begin to, to pray again. And not just pray, not just, not just think, but man, take the limits off of God. It says the children of Israel could not enter the promised land. Why? Because they limited the Holy One of Israel through their unbelief. Or you could say it this way, through their lack of expectation. That would be unbelief. What are you expecting today? I'm expecting to see the goodness of God in the land of the living. Not just when I get to heaven. Man, I'm not just looking to try and get to heaven. I thank the Lord I've got heaven flowing through me now. Amen. You know, I hear that song and I like it. When we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing that will be. But what about now? Come on, in the rough here and now, it's a day of rejoicing. Hallelujah. Why? Because I have an expectation to see His goodness. What's expectation? Church, I want you to know... Your breakthrough, the favor of God, just one moment of you and I experiencing the favor of God. How many know it can take us further than 30 years of labor? It's the truth. One minute, one moment, what are you expecting? One handshake, one business deal, one, one signature on a contract, one song, one book, whatever. One, one moment of His favor you experiencing His favor can do more for you than 30 years of hard work, hard labor, stress, toil. <sighs> I'm mad at the messenger, okay? I'm not getting political or anything like, please don't get mad at the messenger, okay? All right. But I heard about a man driving on the New Jersey turnpike. He sees a limousine on the side of the road with a flat tire. And he pulls over to, to see if everything is okay. He had a spare. He gave him the spare on this limo. Changes it for him. After he does, out of the back of the limo steps Donald Trump. I'm just getting a feel for the room. I'm just seeing, <laughs> seeing where I'm at today. Okay. Okay. Is that okay? <laughs> now, again, this is not a political thing. If you voted for him, great. If not, great. I'm not, that is not the purpose just listen to the true story, okay? It happened years ago, all right? He says to the man, sir, thank you. Thank you for your help. Is there anything I can do for you? And the guy said, no, it's okay. And he insisted. He said, no, tell me, is there anything? And he, the guy finally said, hey, just send my wife some flowers. She'll get a kick out of that. <laughs> you know, it's not every day you get flowers from the Donald, right? <laughs> so two weeks later, a florist knocks on the door, flowers for the guy's wife with a note to the guy that said, thank you for your help two weeks ago. Because of you, I made a very important business meeting. By the way, your mortgage is paid in full. <clears throat> no matter how you voted, 
I can promise you some of you today, y'all going to be looking for limousines on the way home. You know? <laughs> can I help you? Amen. <laughs> Here's my point. It can happen in a moment. You understand what I'm saying? One moment of us experiencing the favor of God can do more than 30 years on a mortgage, on a job, whatever it is. Can do more than a doctor can do. Can do more than a, a medicine can do. One moment. What are you expecting? Would you say this after me, please? Say expectation attracts favor. Oh, I'm done. I'm sorry. i got to close now. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm closing with this. I had a time set, but he said, hey, don't get under pressure. Just let the Lord lead you. Is this okay with everybody? Are you getting anything out of this? Expectation. Say that again. Attracts favor. If you're taking notes, man, I'd write that in big, bold letters and then get that Christian yellow marker. You know, they should pay tithes to this church, right? I mean, all of us that use those markers, they should tithe. Amen. Expectation. Attract. And uh, my daughter is pregnant. And there's something about a lady that's pregnant. And it's not just because of my daughter, but any lady. There's something about a lady that's pregnant. There's just, there, it's an attraction. They're, they're attractive. And it's not because of the hair or the makeup or whatever. But just... You know what it is? It's because of what they're carrying. Now go with me here. Expectation attracts favor. You know, a lady that's pregnant, she can be walking through the grocery store, Walmart, wherever, and people have come up to her, oh, oh, strangers. I've seen it. I've done it. Make sure she's pregnant if you decide to do it. <laughs> right? Oh, oh, you know, they'll pat her tummy. They'll give her money. Family, friends, they'll throw her showers and give her gifts, give her money. Why? Not because it's just her. Follow me. It's because of what she's expectation attracts favor. When people look at us, do they see us carrying something with such expectation that they want to invest in it? Do they see us carrying something that we're going to birth in our future that they want to connect with? It may be a dream, a vision, a gift, a talent, whatever it is. What are you expecting? You know, I think it was JFK who said, you know, within 10 years... We will put a man on the moon. That was his expectation. Two years later, expectation attracted all of the components needed to put a man on the moon. Church, to use an old cliche, if we can put a man on the moon, amen. If that expectation can do that, nothing is impossible to those who believe. Am I talking to believers here today? Why can't every one of us by this time next year be a millionaire? Well, I got one amen and two laughs. Anybody else want to vote on this today? (laughs) 
Hey, there we go. <laughs> now, I know some, I know the natural thing is somebody, well, I, I just don't believe that. Well, then it won't work for you. You understand what I'm saying? This works for believers. What are you expecting? I'm not just talking about money, but I mean in anything, anything. Healing? What are you expecting? If you think it's God that's made you sick, how many know your expectation won't be really high to receive the healing? What are you expecting? Man, I can hear somebody right now in their spirit crying, Terry, I've expected before. Now let's get, let's get into real life now. I've dreamed before. I've confessed before. I've prayed but because I've carried a baby. I have, I've had a dream inside of me like a lady that's pregnant. I was expecting, but because of words spoken by other people, because of circumstances, whatever it is, that dream was aborted. I miscarried. Well, I want to give you some good news today. This Sunday, it's not just another church Sunday. It's not just another marking on the calendar. But today, I truly believe for somebody in this place right now, and I sense the anointing of God so strong. Today is Resurrection Sunday. <laughs> Your dream is coming alive again. You're going to hope again. You're going to birth. God has started inside of you that someone else aborted you miscarried. Whatever the dream was, whatever you prayed for, whatever it was, it's coming alive again. And I will close with this. This is my third closing. I'll close with this. The room was filled with doctors. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Man, He knows how to orchestrate a message. Because I got off my notes 10 or 15 minutes ago, amen. But I think it's been, I might buy this tape myself. That's been good. <laughs> if you've got a dream that has died, maybe a vision that was aborted, whatever it is, or miscarried, died. Let this encourage you today. The room was filled with doctors as this lady was giving birth to her baby. This was their first child. This was their dream. This is what they believed for. And because of some complications in the birth, the doctors had to give the father, the husband, a choice that no man would ever want to make. They said, sir, we, we can either save your wife or the baby. And I can't imagine as a husband, as a father, having to make a 30-second decision. He said, well, save, save my wife. Save my wife. And so body in a blanket put her in the corner. baby was born dead. The doctors wrapped her lifeless body in a blanket, put her in the corner of the room, and began to work on the mother. That baby's grandmother was in the room. And she was one of these ladies that was saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. Come on, with the evidence of speaking in tongues. That's not a cuss word here, right? <laughs> I've been to some churches, they'd rather you cuss than pray in the Holy Spirit. But she didn't care where she was. 
She didn't care if she was in the hospital, uh, in her home, on the streets, at the grocery store. She knew who she was in Christ, and she knew the authority she had in the Word of God. And she walked over to that blanket, and she began to command life into that body and began to declare that this baby shall live and not die and declare the works of the Lord, and her seed will touch nations. And they said the blanket started to move. And they unwrapped that blanket and a screen came out of that little girl's body and the baby in the blanket was my mom. The lady who prayed was my great-grandmother. Church, that's above and beyond. And I came to tell you today that the same God The same power that was released into that room that day is the same God whose power is present in this room right now to do in you what no doctor, what no medication, what no amount, no nothing could do for you, and that is to make you whole in the name of Jesus. God not only wants you well, He wants you whole. Your spirit, your soul, and your body. And just what she did, she spoke words of expectation (laughs) that created an atmosphere that God could do immeasurably more. Come on, I wish I had three people (laughs) that would shout above and beyond. If you're in this place today and you say, Terry... This is for me. (laughs) I've had a dream. I've had a vision. I have been believing. And and for whatever reason, I have fallen into that just not expecting or unbelief or whatever it is. I'm not here to judge. not here to criticize. Man, I'm here to empower you with hope again and with words. It's not by might nor by power, but it's by dream to be fulfilled in the name of Jesus. It's not by might nor by power, but it's by His Spirit. When you expect it, I'm telling you, it happens. And it doesn't just happen, it's above and beyond. If you can believe that today and you can receive that today, then I want to invite you to do this right now at your seat. If you would, stand to your feet. And I want you to lift your hands if you would. And I want to close this service this morning with words of expectation. Words that will create an atmosphere. Hallelujah of expectation. Expectancy attracts favor. I want to encourage you today to speak your expectation. Speak your expectation, not your situation. Wow, that's powerful. Speak your expectation, not your situation. And soon, your expectation will produce a manifestation. (laughs) Into your situation. Hallelujah. So on the authority of God's word, I release above and beyond in the name of Jesus. I call forth for every dream, every vision, every thought of of healing, every thought of hope. In the name of Jesus, we call it to manifest now. Hallelujah. By the power of God. Father, we fully expect 
everything that Christ provided for us at the cross, not just fire insurance, hallelujah, that's a good thing, but Father, we thank you for healing that he provided at the cross. We thank you for peace of mind. We thank you that we have peace between us and you again. Lord, I I call forth for that peace now to just rest in our thoughts and in our minds. Some have been battling with fear. They've had hell roaring in their life. Father, I release the sound of many waters to silence every thought of fear, depression, sickness, disease, poverty. In the name of Jesus, you have to take a knee at the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I speak your favor into our life, into our family, into our businesses, every place we go. Lord, everything we put our hands to, we expect it to multiply and make stronger the kingdom of God. I call this church blessed. I call these connected with their time, their efforts, their energy blessed. I call every family in this place blessed today. We declare by the time acting and praying for lost loved ones in the name of Jesus, we declare by the time this year is over with, we will see our family sitting at the table of the Lord, feasting upon His Word in the name of Jesus. We expect it. Hallelujah. Above and beyond. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We believe this. We receive it. And we fully expect for your word to manifest in Jesus' name. If you're in agreement with that, shout amen. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Woo. See, I told you. I told you just when you think you got it figured out. <laughs> above and beyond amen above and beyond church give me give me 30 seconds i'm gonna run back there to the table can i get some help I, if somebody can just if you can designate can you help me and i need help at the table because if you want me to sign a book i'll sign it um and then listen again if you want one of everything you can get it all for 60 or just and don't let that limit you. <laughs> if you can help us get books into prisons and all, God bless you. But give me 30 seconds. I'm going to make my way back there, and then we're going to eat and have fun. Amen. Lord, we just want to say thank you. To God be the glory. Lord, just, just as the pastor of this tool shed here, Lord, I want to thank you right now in Jesus' name. You want to continue to speak up. I really do believe, Lord, that there have been those dreams. And, Lord, you're raising up. People walked in today saying, Lord, what, what about me? What about me? What about me? What about me? What about me, God? I have been seeking so diligently, and yet I feel so hopeless. I thank you, God, that hope is arising today in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you that you're speaking right now to hearts, to lives in Jesus' name. God, you're good. You're good. I'm tired of the devil telling me what I am when it's God that has already told me who I am. And I thank you in Jesus' name. You are good. In Jesus' name I pray. Oh, thank you, Lord. Well, church, we're going to have uh, uh, some food in the back.
if you want to stay. We're just going to have a Q&A for those that have read um, Shut the Hell Up, the book, and uh, some powerful time back there. You're welcome to come. Uh, also, at 6 o'clock this evening, we're going to come back here. We have more worship. And what? Don't, don't walk. Uh, looking forward to that. God is good. And I'm going to tell you what. Don't, don't walk out of here. Hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me. Don't walk out of here and leave your expectation sitting in the pew. Did you hear that? Don't walk out of here and say, oh, devil, I'm just leaving my hope here because when I leave, I'm just going to fall back into a pit. You know what? That's your expectation. Expect today that you're walking out of here and watching God do a victorious thing. Amen? Amen? Who's ready to be set free? Come on. Who is ready to be set free? Hallelujah. God, we love you and we thank you. And everyone says, praise be to God.